to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's look at the Mormon baptism for the dead. And I'm going to read to you out of the Doctrine and Covenants, section 128. And uh, it says, And now, my dearly beloved brethren and sisters, let me assure you that these are the principles in relation to the dead and the living that cannot be lightly passed over. What did the Bible just call them? Foolish, vain, and unprofitable. As pertaining to our salvation, for their salvation is necessary and essential to our salvation. As Paul says concerning the fathers, that they without us cannot be made perfect, neither can we without our dead be made perfect. And let me tell you, that is a horrible torturing out of the text in the book of Hebrews. Let us therefore as a church and people and as Latter-day Saints offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness, and let us present in his holy temple when it is finished a book containing the records of our dead, which shall be worthy of all acceptation. All right, now, the reason for this emphasis is that Mormon theology teaches in the second chance salvation, where those who have died without a chance to hear the gospel. Ever hear that one? Okay, you're witnessing to somebody, and uh, someone's eyes get wandering, and you can see the gears turning, and then they say, well, either something like this, what about the heathen, right? They'll say, what about the heathen in Africa? My response to that is, what about the heathen in America? <laughs> got as many here as you got in Africa, I'm sure. But the other one is, uh, well, what if somebody dies without hearing? As though that gets them off the hook. Well, Mormonism has tried to answer that with this baptism for the dead. And, uh, of course, the teaching is that they can be baptized by proxy via a living member of the Mormon church. Uh, Joseph Fielding Smith stated in Doctrines of Salvation by Joseph Fielding Smith in Volume 2, page 230, under the uh, title of Divisions in the Spirit World, he says, All spirits of men after death return to the spirit world. There, as I understand it, the righteous, meaning those who have been baptized and who have been faithful, are gathered in one part and all the others in another part of the spirit world. This seems to be true from the vision given to President Joseph F. Smith and found in gospel doctrine. What the Lord really said to the thief, now he's referencing Luke 23. What the Lord really said to the thief is that he would be with him in the world of spirits. And there he would be taught the truth as this seemed to be his desire upon the cross. I don't remember all that in that conversation. I, you know, I've heard a reading between the lines, folks, but that's, uh, that's some pretty big spaces between the lines. I mean, that thief turned to the Lord and said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus turned to him, him and said, uh, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. I don't remember anything about dwelling in the spirit world and being taught and progressing and so forth and so on. Uh, McConkie references this in Mormon Doctrine on pages 761, 762. And then in the same book on page 755, he says this. The righteous spirits in paradise have been commissioned 
to carry the message of salvation to the wicked spirits in hell. So you've even got them preaching and doing work there. So you've got all this second chance stuff going on, and you've got this sort of a circle of helps going on on the earth and in, in, in the next world and so forth. And, it's, and again, it's just not found in the scriptures. Uh, those who accept Mormonism in the spirit world, according to Mormon theology, must have a mortal do their baptism and temple ordinance for them in order to enter the celestial kingdom. Thus, we've got Mormons doing vicarious work for the dead in their temples. And that's what's found in a work temple. That's one of the things they do. And uh, to my understanding, that's what's being done here uh, in Boise on a regular basis. All right, let's take a look at uh, some of the scriptures that are rested. And in particular, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 29. We'll go to the very text where this, this doctrine was supposedly based upon. But let's first look at 2 Peter chapter 3. And 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Peter 3, 16. And also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest. Look at that word rest, W-R-E-S-T. Now that's not rest in the sense of taking a rest. That's rest in the sense of wrestling, uh, turning, pushing, twisting, pulling. You get the idea? We're, we're resting the scriptures here, is what's being said here according to 2 Peter chapter 3, as they do also the other scriptures to their own destruction. Remember I said to you there's a lot of people going to hell over Acts 2.38? A lot of people going to hell over Matthew 16 verse 18? There's a lot of people going to hell over 1 Corinthians 15 verse 29. Not the verse itself, but the resting of the verse out of context. He says to their own destruction... Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. All right, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And this portion of a verse is going to be rested to create a teaching that is contrary to everything else in Scripture on the subject. All right, 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 29. Else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead, if the dead rise not at all? Why are they then baptized for the dead? Now remember, the context of 1 Corinthians 15 is what? The resurrection. And there were those there that were denying the resurrection. The resurrection of the believer. And of course, Paul, in this chapter of 58 verses... Uh, deals with this error from a number of angles, including the idea that if the dead rise not, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our whole faith is vain. We might as well all go home, do something else. So that's the context here. And again, as I said earlier this morning in our study, in order to totally wring out the teaching of verse 29, we would have to take all of Romans 6 and teach it, we would have to teach this entire chapter and uh, then connect things to Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, where Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. It has the idea of our co-crucifixion, burial, and resurrection with Jesus Christ. So again, we're going to have to concentrate on what does the verse not teach in order to just simply refute this Mormon idea of baptism for the dead, which again is just running contrary to everything 
in Scripture, including the two nevers and the four Bible principles that we already looked at. Notice the verse and look at it carefully. A careful examination shows us that the they do is not we do. Okay? Notice that Paul is not saying we do, it's they do. If Paul had been practicing baptism for the dead, he would have said we, not they. So one thing is very clear from the get-go. It's apparent then that Paul was not practicing it. But if anyone was practicing it, and I say if, because there's no proof that they were, if anyone was practicing it, then the very people who taught that there was no resurrection were teaching that someone who had died could be baptized by proxy. Paul, in this context, would then be pointing out how foolish such a practice was. But a better way to understand it is to understand that one is baptized because of death. And this is a key to understanding several scriptures that have been taken out of context and twisted, including Acts chapter 2, verse 38. For the remission of sins. For the remission of sins. How about this one? Does the Bible say in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3, take a look at it. Does it say in verse 3 that Christ died for our sins? According to the scriptures, is that what it says? Did he die so we could sin? Or because we had sinned? Okay. He didn't die so that we could sin. He died because we sinned. So Christ died for our sins. Or Christ died for sinners. Did he die so we could become sinners? Or did he die because we were sinners? All right. If you understand that usage of for, particularly in the Old English, then that helps us with the baptism for the dead. It's apparent that one is baptized because of death. If we didn't ever die, we wouldn't need to be baptized at all. Baptism pictures not only a death, but a resurrection. Since some of these folks at Corinth didn't believe in the resurrection, Paul points out that we were really baptized because of death. If there is no resurrection from death, why be baptized? As believers, we died and rose with Christ. Thus, we practice scriptural baptism. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. 
And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.